Hello, welcome to Sumo Manichi, day seven. It's Saturday night sumo in Australia, at least. And we are going to talk about day seven of Harubasho in Osaka. Yeah, we're approaching the halfway point in Osaka today, 10 degrees Celsius, 50 degrees Fahrenheit. It's rainy. It's a bit humid. 80%. Oh, very humid. Getting a little bit cold as well, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, And that was taken halfway through today's Makuchi proceedings. There you go. Taken. I looked it up on the internet. How are you remembering to do this? I never know you're doing it sneakily on your computer, having a look at the weather. I I have browser windows you don't know about. Oh, here we go. (laughs) There was some news today, Chiana Kuji. Well, that's Chiana Kuni and Kujo together because that's what happened. Chiana Kuji. Chiana Kujo. I don't want to joke about this, though. No, no, it's not good. He, uh, well, it's a deltoid muscle injury, uh, which is that shoulder muscle. I looked it up. Thank you very much. I've done my my research this time around. So I think it was probably that left shoulder that was already oh. strapped. So he had this injury already and maybe it just has got too much for him to function. It's such a pity because I, I commented a number of times last week uh, that he seemed to be moving free of injury and he seemed to be fighting so confidently because mm. we've seen, we know what he looks like when he fights with injury and that wasn't this. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he, he really was doing his own sumo. He was coming forward. Kodakuzan yesterday, his opponent did push him down on that side. I don't know if that exacerbated something. It didn't look like it did at the time. We didn't see any, um, face, uh, face movements or no, anything. No. It was like, ouch. But yeah, obviously just got a little bit too much for him to front up again on day seven, which is a massive shame. Yeah. One shy of his 500th win too. Yes. He won't be getting that anytime soon. Actually, when I told you about it, I said he'll never get his 500th win, which I hope doesn't turn out to be a portent of doom. No. And look, I mean, we've seen him come back from injury plenty of times. It's a soft, uh, what do you call it? Soft tissue injury. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yep. He'll be back. Jurio, uh... We'll tell you about a few bouts today. After two mata, this was a really important bout here, Kidnawaka and Enho. They tried to go a couple of times, some very gentle um, embracing, but then Kidnawaka threw a very low Enho down. Enho put up a good fight. He was okay, but it was Kidnawaka in form who found the Kotenage, and he is now unbeaten on seven and zero, Enho four and three. And in a bout that took us right back to mid-2020, Ryuden beat Tokoshoryu, who got himself into a tricky position with Ryuden on the belt and he couldn't get out of it. Ryuden joins Kidnawaka unbeaten on seven and zero. Now Midori Fuji, we saw another Katasukashi today, straight out of the touchy eye against Daishouho to stay in second place on six and one. And Oho, the other Rikishi who's staying close to that leader pack, kept himself there with a bit of a scare firstly against Asunawaka, but he found a way to come back and win this one, six and one. Yep, so that's that leaderboard. It's it's Kidnawaka and Ryuden on seven wins and Oho and Midori Fuji on six. So um, really fighting it out, those four. Absolutely. Well, let's charge on to the top division, Makuchi Bouts. The first one today. Uh, because we've had another Kujo, there are no Jurio visitors, mm. which I miss. Me too. I really like having those guys up and seeing how they're going to do. And especially when it's a guy who's been in Makuji before and, oh, you know. know, he gets to feel that joy Absolutely. again. But look, not to take the shine off this one, this was Aqua up against... The shine. <laughs> Yamamoto. <laughs> Both with one win. <laughs> well, at least we know someone's going to come away with a second win yeah. today. Uh, Aqua 
why not? Tried some thrusting attacks out of the touchy eye, which looked encouraging, but then he put in a pull. Put in a pull? Pulled off a pull. <laughs> but he didn't pull it off because Ichi Yamamoto replied with some thrusting attacks and Akua found himself on the rope and he got to meet the fans in the front row because he fell all over. Sure did. As usual, goes down. Uh, and that's four uh, straight losses Yikes. for Aqua. As you said, just the pull not working today. It's Yamamoto. I thought he looked a little bit ginger. So he's got um, both knees taped up and he was sort of hobbling. Oh, was it Ichi Yamamoto who fell into the crowd, did you say? Or Aqua? No, Aqua. Yeah. But Ichi Yamamoto, I think he might have fallen off the dojo as well. Anyway, whatever he did in that last movement, um, he just looked like he was hobbling. I don't know if his knees are the problem at the moment. Even though he won today, he's two and five. Um, I, I've just been looking for an injury to uh, to work out what's going on with him and I wondered whether it was the knees. But anyway, he's two and five. Aqua, just uh, the second win wasn't for him today. He continues his poor form. He's one and six. Kotoshoho came up next against Kagiyaki and he hopped into the driver's seat. Kotoshoho stayed low, got his right arm around Kagiyaki's body. He's left on the belt and that was a recipe for a win for Kotoshoho today. Oh. I thought this was very impressive. When that kagiyaki wall is coming at you, very, very few rikishi can resist that. Kotoshoho found a way just to flip it. Yeah, he kind of was the wall today. He sort yeah. of walled kagiyaki <laughs> off in a way. So impressive. That's uh, Kotoshoho's fourth win. He's four and three. Kagiyaki on the same score. Chiyamaru up next against Tochinoshin in what turned out to be a fascinating bout. Yeah. You wouldn't think that's a word I'd use with these two? I know. And also, Tochinoshin over his um, time has had has really dominated Chiamaru too. So I wasn't quite expecting this no. to, number one, go the way it did, and number two, for it to be as interesting as it was. Yeah, who could believe it? Anyway, after the touchy eye was done, yep. after they touched eye, <laughs> uh, it was a stalemate as they locked up in the middle, both with one hand on the belt. Chiamaru and Tochinoshin were trying to find that other hand to get that advantage. But it was actually Chiyamaru who landed that second hand on the Tochinoshin belt and then broke Tochinoshin's hold on his and powered Tochinoshin over the bales. Yeah, he felt the belt and he liked it. It gave him power. He, uh, he absorbed maybe all Tochinoshin's belt power and was able to take him back. I just did not expect it to no. see this today. He's finding form, Chiyamaru. It was a bit of a slow start to this uh, basho, but... Uh, I have a question for you about this one as well. Do you say greasy anywhere other than Australia? Do you know, like you gave him a greasy? Because Tochinoshin at the end of this just turned around as he got back on the doyo and just shot Chiamaru a greasy. But when I thought about saying that, I didn't know whether anyone else uh, said that. So greasy being a dirty look. Yeah, dirty look, yeah. Yeah, I know Canadians will say, oh, yeah. will describe someone as greasy when oh, they're yeah. a bit shifty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I only know that from watching all of Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great show. Yeah, I mean, just, just chucking a greasy. No, we don't yeah. chuck it. That's not right. No, you give someone give a, a greasy. Give, give, give. Yeah. Yep. So what was that about? Oh, I just don't think he wanted to lose. Just let me do my belt sumo. Yes. You do belt sumo. <laughs> yeah, I think it was about getting on the belt and beating him. Great so stuff. So Chiamari's three and four. Tochinoshin with that loss, four and three. Yutakiyama came up next against Chiyotaryu. And Chiyotaryu, he's really on alternating days here. He's on one day, he's off the next. And today he was back on. His hands all over Yutakiyama's face. And it looked almost like Yutakiyama said, yeah, not today, and backed himself out. It's like he turned around and said, yeah, that's enough sumo for me Just today. Just didn't want to do it, did he? 
Well, let's look at the positives first. Chiataru, great touchy eye, yep. powerful sumo. But Yutakiyama, this is his fourth win, mm. oh, sorry, fourth loss in a row after opening the Basho with three wins. Yep. Timing's off. Something's off. Oh, we were feeling good. I remember back Tuesday evening. The good times. The good times. Good old days. <laughs> yeah, Itakiyama not feeling uh, it. He's three three wins, those three first days, four losses. The four ones after that. Chiatari is also on three and four. Kotoweko up next against Kotokuzan. This was their first time meeting, which is not that surprising when you think about it. But this one was over quickly with Kotokuzan slapping down the attack from Kotoweko and sending Kotoweko swiftly to the dirt, Hataki Komi. Maybe Kotoweko a bit too wild here. He might have thought that he had this one down after his success yesterday, but Kotokuzan is so calm and just waited for him to come yeah. and then uh, slapped him down. It was a good win, a calm win from Kotokuzan against uh, the fairly informed Kotoeko. Both of these guys end up after today on four and three. Well, there was a Fusencho next and it was for Teretsuyoshi against Chionokuni. So he picks up, maybe you could call it an MNW. No, I think it's fine. It's just a win. It's just a, a square a square white circle for him. He's four square and three. Square white circle. <laughs> so the long way of the describing it. The pointy circle. <laughs> oh, square white circle. Did yeah. I say that? <laughs> white square. I know what you I mean though. What yeah, white square. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. We've had a lot of days of sumo, haven't we? Um, so Teresuyoshi, yep, four and three. Nishikigi up next against Aoyama. Nishikigi came forward confidently. And while Aoyama tried to mount a defence, Nishikigi continued coming forward and just swamped Aoyama with thrusting attacks and sent him across the bales. Nishikigi's back. He's back. <laughs> Bit of a surprise. I didn't necessarily think this was going to happen either. Aoyama, another one that's really off and on at the moment. Mm. Uh, his Oshi looks so good when he's on, but today he was taken back. No sumo today, sorry. Didn't want to, uh, the flip of a switch. And Nishikigi though, I mean, I guess we have to give that to him. That's his form that produced that reaction from Aoyama. Nishikigi five and two, Aoyama three and four. Tobizaru up next against Miyogiryu. And Tobizaru, he is embracing the criminal world at the moment. He hankered. Miyogiryu, you'd call this a henker? Oh, this is no doubt a henker. Big time. And I hated it. Yep. Hated it. Yep. Didn't enjoy it. As Miyogiryu tried to face Tobizaru, Tobizaru threw him with the left arm. It was a Tsukiyotoshi win for Tobizaru. Is he the new bad boy of sumo? Well, I have put forward a, or I faxed JSA whether we could get his name changed to Tobiinu. <laughs> which is flying dog. Oh, no. In Japan. Harsh, but if you do like Henker twice, two yeah. days in a row, yeah. you have to change your name. Yeah, and then not admitting that um, he touched the, oh. the doyo well, yesterday. Well, that was right. It was two dog acts yesterday, one yeah. today. Double dog act. Jeez. <laughs> Toby Zaru, what's happening? I mean, everybody loves him. He's, he's a very likeable rikishi, and now he's looking for some ways to win. Mm. And I don't I like I don't it. like where he's looking. No. Nope. Get out of the gutter. Do some honest sumo, mate. Tobizaru, four and three. Miyogiryu, three and four. Up next, speaking of dog acts, Chiyoshoma. Well, whoa, whoa, anti, whoa, whoa, whoa. he's anti-dog act now. Anti-dog act at the moment. He's passed on the baton. <laughs> and he's up against Wakamoto Haru. And I can tell you right now, Chiyoshoma didn't hanker. Yep. Yep. So we are, we are just wrong every day. Love being wrong every day. Well, that's not how the weather works. 
how percentages. That's not how the percentage works. <laughs> this was just not in the 66% yes. that we predicted. Yes. If that's how it works. Uh, they got going. Wakamoto Haru got both hands around Chiyoshoma's belt and moved Chiyoshoma backwards. Chiyoshoma, he likes to move those hips and he was writhing around trying to break that belt grip. Uh, and he managed to move them back towards the middle of the doyo. But Wakamoto Haru, he just didn't look troubled, tightened the grip on the belt of Chiyoshoma and escorted him back and over the bales, Yorikiri. Another shake of the head by Chiyoshoma at the end of this. He just doesn't feel like he's, you know, and rightly so, rightly so. doing the sumo to win. I guess the Makuchi guys are really still learning about Wakamoto Haru, right? He... Mm. You know, this is only his second basho in, in Makuchi, so he's still got that kind of fresh aspect. They're still learning what he's going to do and learning how they're going to combat his style of sumo. That's a really, really interesting point that I hadn't considered, that people are still getting their first look at him. Yeah. It does seem to be quite straightforward, his style, though. Well, I think it's straightforward, but what's the counter to really, really good belt sumo? Yeah. Do you know, I mean, if it's if it's a one-dimensional ricochet who's coming out thrusting high, you go get underneath. What do you, do you get on the belt and try to take him on yeah, that Yeah, well, way? especially if you're not a belt guy as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess you try to get around yeah. to the side and keep your hips away from them. Keep but your distance, but. Maybe they didn't even know that he was a belt guy. Maybe they didn't know that he was this sort of strong and honest. So they're all going to go and watch the tapes now and uh, maybe... I just think it'll be interesting to see over the next, over May and July, whether people start to get a bit of a read on him because at the moment he yeah. he's just he able so to yeah, do his brand of sumo. And if things go the way they're going, he will be higher up next time and he'll start to fight a whole new calibre of ricochet. Yeah, so then maybe they'll have to get to know him so he'll have yeah, a couple perhaps. more good ones. And then we'll have two brothers in the Sanyaku maybe. Two brothers in Sanyaku, that's our dream. That's what we finally got to. That's what we want. Wakamoto Haru, he's five and two. Chiyoshoma, two and five. Shimanaumi and Okunaumi. Next, they went head-to-head, arms locked up, both low, pushing hard at each other. Okunaumi was looking for a belt grip. And suddenly, as he pushed forward, Shimanaumi stepped out of the way, tugged forward on Okunaumi's left arm, and Okunaumi went charging out. <sighs> Okunaumi is now 1-6, and I don't like the way that he's losing. And today, again, it was him overcommitting, Shimanaumi being a bit quick to step out of the way. Normally, Okunaumi eats that movement up for breakfast. Maybe he's too insistent on looking for a belt grip or looking for a way to do a move that he wants to or something. You know, maybe he's not being adaptive enough oh, or something no. and, and reading his opponent and working out what to do from there. Maybe he's coming in with too much of a plan or something. Oh. I always get the feeling that he's a ricochet who likes to do a certain thing. Mm. I, I think whatever the reason is, the result is that he's just looking a bit slow out there at the moment. Yep. Not to take anything away, though, from Shimano Umi, a great win to take him to three and four. And as we said, Okunumi one and six. Sudanumi up next against Kodnawaka. This was a funny old bout. After the initial meeting, Kodnawaka dodged an incoming Sudanumi attack, which sent Sudanumi careening. Uh, Balesward is the word that I've come up with. <laughs> Balesward. Balesward. Yeah. Towards the Bales. I like it. Uh, and then Kodnawaka closed in for an easy finish or kuridashi. Maybe we need a term for like port and starboard for the left and right. I mean, <laughs> of course, we've got east and west, but we need our own terms. Yeah, well, Bales would, wouldn't work on a cardinal compass. C- 
because every direction is Balesword. Yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you mean it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. not good for that. Balesword can be relative. Yeah. I'll have a think about it. Well, if you're outside the doyo too, you could go Balesword. <laughs> you could. When you've fallen off and you're coming yeah. back in to accept <laughs> your loss. <laughs> Sadunumi has never beaten Kodunawaka. And that's in five bouts. So there's a few people this time around that Sadunumi's never beaten. I feel like I've said that. You said it yesterday. One or two other yeah. times. Uh, come on, Sadunumi, get some uh, get some first time wins against your opponents. But it wasn't to be today. Kodunawaka looking strong. He's six and one. Six and one. So this adds to his other really good uh, basha. Was it November yeah, last year? Yeah, I think so. Um, and Sadunumi is two and five. Hokuto Fuji comes up next against Takayasu. At the moment, Takayasu's bouts are the ones that a lot of people are looking out for. He's unbeaten so far and everyone just keeping a side eye on him, everyone trying not to look him directly in the in the mm. face, trying not to stare, just really making sure we, we watch from the side. Today, his opponent is Hokuto Fuji. He comes forward, Takayasu, one foot after the other, slapping and thrusting Hokuto Fuji. He's pushing at his chest. Hokuto Fuji does try a pull down, but it was Takayasu's hands that after that found the perfect positions up on the face and neck of Hokuto Fuji and pushes him out and over that Tawara. Hokuto Fuji oh. goes bailsward. <laughs> <laughs> I really like um, him. <laughs> Takayasu, the footwork to keep himself up after that Paul just put himself in the perfect position to take advantage of it. He's just in complete control at the moment. I know we don't want to look at him directly. No. And you saw that I fashioned a piece of cardboard with a pinhole in yes. it so that I could I could watch it and not he wouldn't feel my eyes on him. We've got it we've got two Takiyasu pinhole cameras. <laughs> Yeah, we do a long exposure, like what do they call it? Cam camera obscura. Yeah. Um, exposure of this bout, and that's what we did the call from. Yeah, and then we just look to see which fuzzy yeah. <laughs> ricochet is outside. There. Someone's gone Balesword. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, what colour is it? Well, well, look, do you know what we should do? Let's move on. Okay. Because yep. I don't want to. No, I like it. You know. Yep. Yep. We could talk a lot about how if Takiyasu wins a U show, one of us might get a Takiyasu tattoo. Yep. But, yeah, but let's not let's not talk let's about not that. Let's move on. Takara Fuji and Endo. The record between these two coming into this bout was ten and ten, and the start of this uh, bout certainly reflected that. It was a back and forth affair. Endo went for the Norowa throat attack before dropping low and finding that favoured front belt grip. Takara Fuji defended well, broke that grip, and worked Endo across the doyo. Endo was able to stabilise and then again went for that front belt grip. It's really like a comfort grip for yeah, him, isn't it? Yeah, he loves it. Really he needs does. it. <laughs> Takara Fuji still had some legs and this time he drove Endo all the way across to the Tawara. Endo pushed back. This was really a seesawing affair. But this time when Takara Fuji came back at Endo, he pulled and sent Takara Fuji crashing to the ground. Yeah, I mean... Endo is just so consistent with that my Mawashi grip. Now I'm imagining him going to sleep each night with a Mawashi in his hand at the front, just like instead of a teddy bear, he's just mm. got the front grip because he loves it so much. And you can see why, though, when he does get it, he, he can do a lot with it. <laughs> but it's very rare that you see him try a second time. Yes, yeah. He'll try something else normally when he loses it. He, he will and he's good at improvising, isn't yeah, he? Like he can come up with other things to do. He's certainly not one-dimensional. I feel like 
I'm making him sound a little bit one-dimensional. He always goes for that and he doesn't always go for a second try. And here he must have felt like he he could reach out fairly easily and grab it again and he did. These guys came into this with a 10-10 record. I thought this was interesting because it's not like Endo dominates Takara no. Fuji or anything. They fought a lot of times. They're very even. But today Takara Fuji's lack of form was showing. It's his sixth loss in a row. Ouch. Ooh. Ouch. Not great for him. He is one and six. Endo, though, in form five and two. Ichinojo came up against Kirabiyama. It's the Mongolian trip day on day seven. Now, have we ever decided <laughs> who's Rob Bryden and who's oh. Steve Coogan? Who do you oh, think would be? Gee, that's really, that's a really good question. I feel like I've got who I think. Okay. Is. Let's say who Steve Coogan is on the count of three. Okay. One, two, three, Ichinojo. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's the one with like the, Steve Kevigan's the one with like the personality and the, like he's the good looking one and he's the one who's like everyone likes and, but he's got a yeah, dark past. I, I see what you mean. It's just that Kirabiyama seems to me like he would do good impressions like Rob, Rob <laughs> Bryan. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> Can Kirabiyama do the man in the, the little man in the box? That's what we really need to find out. I mean, Kirabiyama really, actually, if you get down to it, is Rob Brydon and Steve Coogan, and that's that's maybe a problem there. <laughs> He's got a, a lot of personality. <laughs> Poor old Ichinojo, but they are in a car having a good time. They're good friends, but they came up together, blocking each other's attempted moves on, off the tachiai, and then a real lock-up. Perhaps a bit of a surprise that Kirabiyama got himself into this situation. We know that Ichinojo is looking for it, but he gets wholeheartedly on the belt, Kirabiyama, stays low, keeps his hips away from Ichinojo. He can't do anything with it for a while. Then he initiates, takes Ichinojo to the edge, but Ichinojo, he stops the drive again. He's very motivated these days, Ichinojo. Amazing sumo from him to put that off. The next attack from Kirabiyama, though, did turn him around and Kirabiyama pushed him out from behind Okuri Dashi. A really great bout between these two. Oh, I thought it was very, very technical um, in terms mm. of their belt work and defence of the belt. Um, Ichinojo doesn't seem to go to sleep anymore. No. I know this was the thing from a few years ago where exactly in the situation, he'd just lean in, put his head on the opponent's shoulder and it felt like he was just waiting. That's right. He's he's not doing this. He's always looking for where he can go with his arms, what he's doing with his legs. He's keeping his legs underneath him as well. Sure is. Yep. It's great to see, but it was an epic bout. Yep. And now Kirabiyama moves to five and two. So a very big win for him. Ichinojo still doing okay on four and three. Well, it's the Komasubi matchup. Yep. Komasubi Takanosho up against Komasubi Hoshoryu. They both came out looking for the belt and Hoshoryu was straight away able to spin Takanosho around and move him towards the bales with that right hand belt grip. Takanosho survived a throw attempt from Hoshoryu and moved them back to the middle. They, here they were trying to really get on each other's belt. They thought this was the key to opening this one up. When they got on, Though it was Takanosho who exploded forward, shifted Hoshoryu towards the bales. But as Takanosho came in, Hoshoryu used that left-hand belt grip to dump Takanosho to the ground, Uwatenage. Yeah, every time Takanosho got settled or tried to initiate, Hoshoryu would move out of the way or move to the side. Takanosho was always having to react to Hoshoryu's movement, even when he sort of initiated with his own. It's good to get known for this, I think, Hoshoryu. 
And it's something that he's starting to do more and more. People never quite know what he's going to do mm. at any given time and that's that's great for um, his own sumo, I think. And today it, it came off for him. I'm not really sure what's what's wrong with Takanosho. He just seems a bit slow. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see this as a dominant Hoshoryu performance. Mm. He had to pull something out of the bag mm-hmm. right on the ropes. I thought mm-hmm. Takanosho did solid sumo, but maybe that's his problem this time around. The sumo is solid, but that's not quite enough yeah. to get those white dots. Yep, well, he's got one, one uh, white square circle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one, just circle. a circle. Yeah. Uh, he's one and six, and Hoshoryu is four and three, and today he wins the Komasubi matchup. Magashira won Ura against Sekiwake Abi. Ura, he doesn't come forward at the touchy eye at all. You're meant to come forward. Well, that's what most people do at least. He actually goes a little bit backwards. He lets Abi crash into him and he ducks under Abi's arms. It's a it's a good idea. I mean, you have to think that this is is something that could work, but he couldn't really get anything going, Ura, before Abi just started thrusting at him. He had bought himself some time though, but he just couldn't come up with anything definitive and Arby then tried to pull him down and he sort of charged at Arby. It was a good idea and not great sumo from Arby, but mm. Ura ended up going down first. Arby did step over the Tawara, but Ura hit the ground. Yeah, a motto he was called here. The replays were looking at Arby's left foot uh, to see if it went out before Ura hit the deck. Mm. And exactly like it happens all the time, we weren't meant to be looking <laughs> there. NHK weren't meant to be showing us those close-ups because what they were actually looking for was the hair pull. The right hand of Abi was on the back of Ura's neck as he went down. Yeah. It was a very, very quick chat from the boys. They said it was okay. Goodbye, Dory. The win stays with Abby. Yep. So he gets another win. He's five and two. This wasn't um, a great win for him because he did sort of, even though Ura wasn't finding a lot of purchase anywhere, Abi did cave in to that pull and it worked for him today just, but it wouldn't always. What did mm. you think of this part? Look, I, I thought the the Ura opening was interesting, um, but, but I felt like Ura's plan was purely defensive and I don't think the plan had extended to yeah. how he was going to win this. So, you know, I, I think this result is, um, it works for me. <laughs> and I think Abi did better and more positive sumo today. And Ura now one and six. Yeah. yeah. He is in that, that Magashira uh, one Magashira one, absolutely. This is Ura's highest rank. Maybe learning some lessons yep. about the kind of sumo he needs to do here. Uh, but Sekiwake Abi punished whatever he did today. Five, two, one and six. Sekiwake Wakataka Kage up next against Maegashira One Daesho. Looking forward to this one very, very much. Absolutely. Daesho came out hot. He charged forward with thrusting attacks. Wakataka Kage calmly gave up some space here. He moved backwards, but at the same time, he was trying to get under Daesho's thrusting attacks. As Daesho came forward again, Wakataka Kage ducked to his left and he left um, Daesho stranded on the bales. Wakataka Kage got on the belt to finish Daesho off, but Daesho showed some unbelievable resistance to keep this bout alive for a few more seconds because yeah. Wakataka Kage had a hand on the front of the belt, the back of the belt, and he took uh, Daesho up 
and he dumped him down from behind. And an, and this technique was Okuri Tsuriyotoshi. Yeah, the rear lifting body slam. It's not one you see very often. And if you just imagine a guy picking another guy up with their belt and throwing them down face first on the ground horizontally, then that's what exactly what it looked like. For Wakataka Kage to be able to turn this around to his advantage, mm. I thought was a real sign of his form at the moment because Daisho did start well and he did recover well. Yeah. I mean, Wakataka Kage looks unstoppable at the moment. Yeah, he really does. He, it feels to me like the last few Basho, he's been gathering evidence. Yeah. He's been seeing what works against various people and what doesn't. He's lost a lot and he's lost in places where he shouldn't. And this time he's collated all that evidence in a massive ring binder or something and he's come out armed with it all and he knows exactly what to do. Yeah, that's a that's a really, really great way to say it. It's refined. Yeah. His sumo has been refined over these last few basho. Yeah, and he knows how to come back. He's got a plan B and a yep. plan C yep. and he can react quickly. And I'm not saying that he's coming out and winning quickly or, you know, straight away. I'm just saying that he, he sort of knows what to do what to try against his opponent. I think one common factor of his bouts so far this week have been the speed. Yeah, He's well, he has very, been very happy, happy operating at a high tempo. Yep. Hopefully that continues. He's six and one mm-hmm. going into Nakabe Daesho, four and three. Onosho came up next against Mitakeyumi. Onosho, he was pushing hard at Mitakeyumi's body. It was a very straightforward thing to try against the Ozeki, trying to push him back. Mitakeyumi just gave him some ground, stepped back a little bit, enough to create a rift between them, and he slapped Onosho straight down to the ground. It was a, a fairly easy win here. Yeah, the top half of Onosho was very happy to go into the rift. The bottom half? Not so not good. Not so much. <laughs> oh, look, this... I mean, you could see Onosho was going to fall forward uh, a few seconds before it actually happened. It, but this just tells me he ne- he felt he needed to absolutely extend himself and throw everything at Mitakumi. Um, and that's going to lead to some sloppy sumo. And that also leads to an easy win, I would say, for Ozeki Mitakumi. Yep. He's six and one. Only one off the pace. Only one loss so far. And Onosho is three and four. The second last bout of the day, Tamawashi up against Ozeki Takakesho. This one was over very, very quickly. At the Tachiai, Takakesho went in low. Tamawashi made the very, very interesting decision to pull Takakesho on the neck, but all it did was perfectly position Takakesho so his head was down low, his legs were underneath him, and he drove Tamawashi over the bales. Oshidashi. It must be very tempting to pull Takakesho because he is so short. And the arms are out there. Exactly. And if you get a good hold on him or if he's not in form, it can work. I mean, we've seen him be pulled and slapped down quite a few times, but not, not today, not when he's in in form and not when he's looking for those eight wins and his, his pushes are strong and his body's feeling good. Takakesha did a great job to barrel forwards as soon as Tamawashi tried that pull. So he basically just kind of pulled Takakesho into him and Takakesho kept that, that feeling going, which was an easy win strategy for him. That's two Ozeki winning so far. He's five and two, Tamawashi three and four. And the final bout of the day was Ozeki Shodai up against Magashira 3 Meisei. Neither has found their footing in this uh, Haru Basho. But today, Shodai, he just absolutely went for it, straight into a body hold with Meisei. He got the left arm inside. He went for a throw with the left arm around the body. Didn't work, but he went for another. After that, Meisei came hard at him and he had to back up here. 
we thought that he was in quite a bit of trouble and it would result in an easy push out from Maysay. But Shodai countered yet again with that left arm. It was really strong around Maysay's body and this time it succeeded. The beltless arm throw, Skuinaga, that's a second win for Shodai. Before we talk about this bout, I would like to um, comment on the beautiful symmetry of the programming. Akua Ichiyamamoto opened today both on 1-5. Ah, yes. Shodai and Maysay finished today both on 1-5. That's good. It's not often that you compliment the programming. I was just going to say, I love this. Let's keep this up. Now, on to the bout. Shodai, this was a hero's effort. Unbelievable. He looked spent after this one. Yeah, he really did. He just put it all in against... I mean, Maysay's not having the, the best run of luck, but... He's upping the pace, Shodai. He is, really. It made me quite emotional because he he hasn't given up. He's not just going out yep. there and letting floppy Shodai take over. He He's really trying and he's doing the best that he can within his body. And today showed that, you know, I, I, he might lose again tomorrow, but today showed that there is something still yeah. there and his, his sumo is still there. Absolutely. I, I think we've seen... Uh, Ozeki before just, I know he's Kadaban, so he doesn't have the luxury of, you know, just leaving early. But I feel like I've seen plenty of Ozeki have an absolute nightmare start like this and just pull out. Yeah. But the fact he's there and the fact he's got that second win today, a win tomorrow would be 3-5 and we're starting to look that maybe, just maybe, uh, Kachikoshi isn't uh, too I far know. away. It's, it's pretty, I mean, it's so early to say that, but I, I do feel like he could, there's a possibility he could get this. I know it was against Maysay as well, but Maysay for me is someone who can pull off a win at any time. Sure. Against Even anyone. if he's going poorly, yep. he, he just can bust it out, especially against someone who's looked so poor as Shodai in his, in yep. the form we thought he was in. I, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I don't mind and I won't apologise for it. No, and look... He probably will go Makakoshi, but the fact he's going to stay there and do it, and if he sees out the Mm. 15 days, I'll be very, very impressed. Well, I was thinking today that if he went Makakoshi, he might pull out after that. I don't see much point in keeping on going after that. that. But it does look like he'll he'll see that out um, and see how how those eight wins or eight losses go. (laughs) Well, that's it for all of the bouts on day seven. Can you take us through the leaderboard? Because it's starting to look very, very interesting here. Yeah, well, there's a chorus of angels singing on seven wins. It is Takayasu on six, Mitakiumi, Wakataka Kage and Kodnawaka. Then on five, I'm going to give you five as well today. Why not? Takakesho, Abi, Kirabiyama, Endo, Wakamoto Haru and Nishikigi. Okay. Well, let's have a look at the bouts for tomorrow. Interestingly, Takayasu takes on Wakamoto Haru. Okay. Wow. Yeah. What rank is Wakamoto Haru? So Wakamoto Haru is nine, is seven. seven. So it was going to happen. Of course, this is their first time meeting, but I think that'll be a fascinating affair. Uh, Up the top of the card, Takanosho takes on Ichinojo. Wakataka Kage takes on Ura. Mm. Daisho takes on Abi. Mm. Six, six head to head. I think that'll be a classic... Shorai has to overcome Kirabiyama. Oh, yes, that's right. Saw that before. Very, very hard horrendous. work for him. It's horrendous. <laughs> now, what about the second last bout of the day? We have Hoshoryu up against Mitakumi. Great. They've only met twice. Uh, Mitakumi has won both of those meetings. And the final bout of the day, Onosho takes on Takakesho. Takakesho, yeah. Um, that's a very, very exciting day of sumo. Nakabi, it's always a thriller. 
and we'll be there with you for it, day eight of Harubasho, and uh, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.